Hi, and welcome to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast. We are Beth and Katie, founders of Pre-PA Clinic, and we are so happy you are here. We help pre-PAs start their dream career by showing them how to create their most competitive app and have their strongest interviews so they can get accepted to PA school. Before we get started on today's episode, we want to shout out to all the reapplicants and pre-PAs who are really feeling overwhelmed with the PA school application process and who don't want to waste another cycle waiting for interviews or to land a seat. We have a private coaching package where we will personally walk you step-by-step to creating your most competitive application and having your strongest interview so that you can finally get accepted to PA school. This package includes it all from program matching, access to all of our courses, building your strongest CASPA application, personal statement editing, mock interviews, and so much more. Basically everything you need is a pre-PA rolled into one package to make you the most attractive competitive candidate so you can get accepted into PA school. Learn more in the show notes. Now on to today's episode. So Patrick, thank you so much for being here today. We're really excited to have this podcast episode with you and just appreciate all your time. Thank you. Thank you for having me. appreciate it. So for our, all of our listeners who don't know who you are, can you give us a little bit of background on yourself? Yeah, so uh, right now I'm currently a junior at Arcadia University. I'm studying biology, but I'm hoping to be in the PA program at Arcadia University later this year. And so that application is coming up soon, which is kind of scary and kind of hectic, as uh, many people that are listening probably know. started My Biology Experience, too, uh, which is a website uh, hoping just to connect the biology community. There's not much connection to the biology community, so I thought I'd do something to just help the ordinary person, maybe someone that's studying in college uh, and even high schoolers and be above, uh, above and beyond just to help out and, yeah and just connect people in all of those ways. So yeah, as uh, you have this podcast, I have a little blog with becoming uh, my journey, how I'm presently doing it. You're doing it from the, uh, the future and I'm doing it from the present. I'm sure there's someone doing it from the past. So, uh, so it's cool to be uh, talking to someone who's already gone through this uh, right now. Awesome. Well, that sounds really fascinating. I love what you are doing for the biology and healthcare community. Um, let's just take a step back and how did you get interested in the PA profession itself? Oh, that's a very interesting and long drawn out thing. But, you know, I, as I was sitting as a kid in high school and stuff like that, obviously, as you talk to your counselors and, you know, as you talk to your teachers, they start asking, what are you interested in doing? You know, I was always good at, you know, sciences and math and stuff like that. So obviously I'm drawn to more of a, a health and, and more engineering and stuff, stuff like that. But as I looked into it, I was kind of, I want to be interacting with people. I love interacting with people. And I, I think healthcare is a majority about doing that, helping the person next to you and helping your community. So that was really something that pushed me to do that instead of being uh, in a more of a cubicle type area, office setting. Uh, so that I started interviewing. I was first interested in doing athletic training because uh, my brother, who was four years ahead of me, six years ahead of me, actually, he became an athletic trainer and I wanted to follow in his footsteps. So I, I decided to shadow uh, a uh, athletic trainer at my high school. And I shadowed her for a while. It was interesting and stuff like that. But it seemed a little like I wanted more action kind of going on. You know, I was kind of waiting for an injury to happen. And uh, I like the idea of it. And it's really important to have someone there. But I wanted a little more uh, to it. So I decided to look through some, some things. I looked at being a physician. But, you know, kind of with the long drawn out, I wasn't interested in going to school for that long. Uh, I wanted to start a family. So I shadowed a PA at an urgent care. And, you know, for the summer, I was a sophomore going to a junior year of high school and I shadowed someone and, uh, you know, I really got attached to how cool it was that someone could be working in this environment so in depth, you know, it fit exactly what I was looking to do. And, you know, it was really cool. I've never heard about it. And, you know, now that it's been a few years since I've done that, four years since I've done that, it's become such a grown thing that a lot of people and almost every single person I talk to knows what a PA is. And I really think that's really cool. So that's how I kind of got into the path. And, you know, ever since then, I've really been excited. My, you know, excitement for it's just been growing since. 
Yeah, I love that. So you're right. You kind of learned about the PA profession a little bit earlier than most of our uh, students do, but you're right. It has exploded in the past uh, few years, especially really in the past five years. And, you know, us making a uh, number one job in America obviously helped with that, <laughs> but it's just oh, amazing yeah. to see everybody's journey to this wonderful and biased, but uh, the best career in the world. So I, think so too. <laughs> I love it. All right, so let's move on a little bit to your blog, so Biology to Healthcare, Your Journey. So what is that about, and what sort of information do you provide for students? Yeah, so Biology to Healthcare, it's kind of like a present type thing, and it's thrown all around for all type of material. There's no one set material. I post about what I'm currently doing, how my semester's going, you know, kind of a personal and an academic update, but it's more of things that I've experienced in the moment. Sometimes when you're a few years pad of school and stuff like that, you forget the exact moments that triggered certain things. Uh, so I want to talk about the exact things that are triggering these things. And as I'm going through it, what's going through my head, you know, sometimes you hear a lot of people talking and, you know, they gain experience from other people and those people are a few years out of it, out of like what they're currently going through at the moment. And it's nice to see that someone else is kind of going through the exact same thought process as you possibly. Um, so it's kind of reassurance for other people. Uh, and again, just trying to connect with other people and the biology community is very competitive, but I feel like everyone can connect on the fact that we're all going through this together. But other than that, I just share like, you know, work that I've done through classes of people in the past. So like I public, uh, I wrote a paper for uh, COVID-19 and the vaccination rate and how vaccination rates affect uh, the outbreak prolonged, how long the uh, like out break it last and put that on there just an example of what you might write in a class and stuff like that uh, so it's really just diverse in what it is and you know just just every single day posts that we post on our instagram uh just kind of cool fun facts to uh, just share with people that aren't really in the biology community know too much so it's just simple facts about animals plants like human the pathways and physiology and just some fun things to learn about so our listeners who are interested in either finding you on social media or on your blog, where can they go to find you? Yeah, you can find us on Instagram. Uh, we're on Tumblr, LinkedIn, Twitter, Facebook, basically all the major networks. Uh, we're on there. You can find us at My Biology Experience. That's it. Uh, you can look for us with the green uh, leaf and you know, just look for us in there and you'll see the posts with all the animals and, uh, and other things like that. Great. And our listeners, do not forget, we're going to put all these handles in the show notes so you can easily find my biology experience if you're interested in that. All right. So back to your journey. So you said you're a junior right now and that you plan on applying to PA school. You're applying next year or you're taking a gap year. What does your application process look like? All right. So, yeah, that was actually one of my posts I made most recently. And, you know, I think it was one of the big things that a lot of people are facing in my moment right now, especially with the COVID year, is that a lot of people are falling behind, especially in direct patient care hours, uh, shadowing hours, you know, taking exams. It's very difficult right now uh, to get those things, especially with the height of COVID. Um, but right now I'll be applying in this cycle and hopefully applying, got the lucky opportunity to do some shadowing. Luckily I got my EMT license for free through my high school. Uh, so I've had that fortunate experience to be able to use that EMT license to gain some direct patient care hours. Uh, and I'm hoping to, you know, possibly get into a PA school in this next coming year. I took my juries and I think the final thing to do is just make the application and just write all the things like the personal statement and all that busy stuff and just check all that stuff over. So it's going to be pretty exciting. Yeah, well, the application process opens up in a few uh, months, so you have a really good timing. And I know you said you're at Arcadia University, so they have a hybrid PA program that is coming online, and they also have a non-hybrid established program, so it sounds like you are in a good position for that. 
Yeah, definitely with the hybrid thing, it's definitely interesting to see those things coming out right now. And I'm interested to see if any other schools do that as well. Yeah, yeah, great. Well, do you have any tips or advice for students who might be thinking about the PA field or who just aren't really sure kind of like how to start, how to get everything, what else I need? So any tips or advice out there for students who are a little bit earlier in the process than you are? Yeah, of course. The um, the one thing I always tell people that are always interested in doing this, the people in the freshman uh, at my school, they ask me about what you know, what experience, what things to tell them, is that always just throw yourself into any opportunity you have. Opportunities are very scarce, uh, especially right now, and that taking opportunity maybe is going to open up a door for something that you're very interested in too. And don't limit yourself. Don't have a closed mind. Uh, have an open mind, and you might like something that you never know. Half the people I talk to that go into PA school say that they want to specialize in something then ended up noticing that they love something else. So the main thing is, uh, is to do that. And the other thing I would just recommend is just, you know, time is very short. Three years seems like a lot of time to get all your stuff together and apply. But those three years go left back like that. So it's very, uh, it's very crucial to just get on top of it and just start going. Don't be afraid to hit the ground running and don't be afraid to make uh, mistakes, honestly. You know, everyone makes mistakes. I've made plenty of mistakes. It's just part of the learning process. Yeah, I really want to echo that sentiment that one, you know, be flexible. What you're interested in now, again, might not be what you're interested in the future. And then two, to really just, there's a lot to prepare. So if you wait until your junior or senior year, then you might not be able to get everything because you have shadowing hours you need. You need volunteering, you need leadership, you need patient care, you need your personal statement, you need all these classes. So I really think preparation is the key if you want to go straight into PA school and not take that gap year. So I think that's some really good advice for our listeners who are listening. Uh, Please heed some of that advice. All right, so we're hoping to get into PA school after this next cycle. So what do you think your future looks like? I know we talked about how things always change, but what what aspect of medicine are you interested in right now at this time and place? So yeah, right now I'm actually uh, shadowing a podiatrist, which a lot of people don't really take podiatry. Like they look, they kind of just hear about podiatry. They don't really think about it right away when they think of healthcare. But I would go into it with an open mind, like I said before. And it was a lot more interesting, and it is a lot more interesting than I thought it might be. So podiatry was definitely on my mind. Um, I don't really have a preference. I volunteered at Temple University Hospital, uh, the main campus, and I've done some other stuff with with the EMT and stuff like that, working in hospitals and emergency rooms. I'm not very interested in doing the emergency care for long term, uh, so I kind of want to shy away from that. I've, it's still too stressful for my entire like life, and that's a long-term uh, commitment right there. Uh, so it's not something I might be incredibly interested into. But I, I, as I said before, I'll never know until I actually really do it hands-on uh, all the way. So I'm excited to even do that in the future. But other than that, I don't really have one in mind. I haven't really looked into one specifically just because I'm trying to keep that open mind still. And I'm hoping to possibly shadow a uh, dermatologist PA possibly in the upcoming semester. Uh, so I think that'd be really cool. Excellent. Yeah. Shadowing is a great way just to get an idea about, you know, what a day in the life of a PA and that specialty is like. So with podiatry, that is sort of niche. That's really, really interesting. So what about shadowing in podiatry um, made you really just become interested in that specialized field? Well, podiatry is very specialized to begin with, but then I realized that in the office that she works with, first of all, it's a private office, so there's four doctors that are within there. Each doctor has their own kind of specialty that they specialize in podiatry, so one will do kind of, you know, diabetic foots and, and all that and kind of deal with their own, like, separation over there. But the other one will do just grooming and care uh, for nails and stuff. And then the other person will do more of a trauma as well as we be doing surgery on Fridays and stuff like that. So it's really cool how I saw that people can specialize like even further into what they specifically wanted to do. But also the other part of that is that 
This was my first experience with shadowing someone that was in a private practice. And I really like the environment of a private practice where you're getting to talk to that patient and understand their uh, their background and where they're coming from and how your medical care is really helping them in the future. Now it's aiding to make their life easier for themselves. So I really like that aspect. And something that you know made me realize that emergency care, you know, they're you know going through it all stressful and hectic and sometimes you don't get that experience I was really hoping for ideally. Yeah, I, I like that you bring up that point that, you know, working and shadowing in different settings is just as important as different types of specialties because you're right, the emergency room setting versus a private practice setting is going to be different. So the fact that you have experience in multiple settings, I think just really helps set you up for success um, as a PA mm-hmm. student. So any last tips or any last advice you'd like to share with our listeners about your journey, about being a pre-PA, anything else you'd like to say? The most thing I say is just to be confident in yourself. You know, if you're ever questioning yourself at some point, a lot of people do. It's very normal. I'm sure you question yourself. Like at some points, you might be like, oh, there's organic chemistry test. It tests real hard. But remember to just revert back to yourself. At one point in time, you knew that you could do it. So go back to that point where you were really confident in yourself and you really knew that you could do it deep down. And, you know, just keep going, chugging along. So that's my main thing is just to put your head down and keep going if you really uh, are passionate about it and, uh, and really want to do this. Uh, it's, it's hard work, but it's, it'll pay off in the end. Yeah, that's such great advice. We always say like, it's like the long game, you know, PA school, it's not the short thing. You know, you might have a lot of friends who are graduating and they're getting jobs and 401ks. And sometimes, you know, you have that FOMO, you know, fear of missing out. But really PA school is a long game that the thing that you put in now, all your time, all your energy, all your brain cells that you put in now will come to fruition. It just takes a little bit longer than it does for other people. So definitely, definitely listen to that advice and just realize that it will come to fruition. All your hard work will pay off. It just takes a little bit longer until you get that PAC behind your name. Well, Patrick, thank you so much for coming on our podcast. We really, really enjoyed having you today. And again, all the links to everything we talked about readers will be in our bio. So you can go ahead and click on that if you're interested in getting involved. Thank you so much for having me. I appreciate it. Thank you so much for listening to Where the White Coats Come Off podcast, and thank you for letting us be a part of your journey to PA school. Before we go, we want to shout out to all the reapplicants and the totally overwhelmed applicants. Friends, we see you, and we want to make sure you know what is available for you when you are ready to put together your most competitive application with help from professors who have years of experience in PA admissions. We have a private coaching program where we walk you through every single step of putting together your most competitive rock star PA school application. Instead of feeling discouraged, overwhelmed, stressed, or at a loss, we are going to be by your side the entire way, from starting from scratch to having an outstanding application. This package includes it all, program matching, private Zoom sessions, personal statement assistance and editing, CASPA experience details and app editing, mock interviews, supplemental application editing, virtual shadowing, so much more, all the things. Let's go. Let's do this together. We are so passionate about your future as a PA. Sign up in the show notes. Thank you for listening, and we will catch you at the next episode.